Olympic Glass Prop JC here. This is starting to become a habit where I'm able to get out on the water and then come into the office and um, do some do some podcasting. So if you're watching this, you're wondering, why is this guy always dressed like a scrub? He's got his t-shirt on. Well, it's because I'm coming from Mission Bay and then coming straight over here. So, uh, so it makes sense. Hey, I hope all of you are doing well. I hope you're having a chance to get outside, experience some of this weather. We are in summer. Obviously, summer is... Uh, we've been in summer for the last several weeks here, but uh, I was just thinking about it this past week. We are in the dog days of summer now, and and uh, uh, I just love to see San Diego be what San Diego's meant to be, and sunny and warm. And, and, and the great thing about living in San Diego, I'm from the Midwest, so it's different back there, but the great thing about San Diego is that we're just in the middle of the heat season, right? It's always July, August, September, October, sometimes into November even december right so it's like the second part of the year is always kind of sunny and warm and so that's nice so i hope you're able to enjoy this um uh, uh, this time of year i hope you're able to get outside and and do some cool things outside hey um i want to reiterate what i shared in the announcement last week great job on your week four uh projects typically what happens in this course um during week four I unfortunately have to give a lot of poor grades because um, I found a lot of people don't know how to write. They don't know how to write a paper. They don't know how to put one together. They you know, they don't necessarily know how to do a presentation. I was blown away um, and see what I typically do. And uh, is week four, I kind of let the students do what they do. And and then I give them the I grade them accordingly. Right. And then they step up their game. And then by week eight, that next project, uh, I know it's going to be a great one. I was just blown away with the the professionalism that, that you brought to the table, all of your presentations, um, how you did those. It was evident the care that went into this and, and then the writing abilities um, for an undergraduate paper. These were done extremely well. So thank you for your work on that. This week we are in. Uh, chapter seven and chapter eight. And so we've got two podcasts this week. I'm gonna try to keep them as short as possible. This first one is called five ways to keep it simple. So obviously we're in this book here, John Maxwell, if you can see that right there, everyone communicates, few connect. So it's all about connecting. And as leaders, if you, I mean, those of you who've been in leadership roles, you understand that connecting is incredibly important, uh, through your communication, through how you act with people, um, staff meetings, um how you that that ability to connect is just it's it's one of the top things right you can be an a student make all a's and if you don't know how to connect with people and i mean deeply truly know how to connect i don't just mean talking with people but really connecting with them one-on-one -on -one. making people believe and feel that you care about them and, and again there are ways to do that without actually caring about people, but I always recommend it's just better to care about people, right? And so when we're able to do that, uh, people will follow us to the ends of the earth if they believe that you really are working in their best interest. So this idea of connecting, it's it's all about making it simple, right? As opposed to making it difficult and using big words and all this. It, they, it's, it's all about simplicity. And here's what John Maxwell has to say. He calls this the art of simplicity. He says, I trust that you will not be disappointed by this chapter because there's not a lot to say about keeping things simple. It's truly a simple concept, right? So we're going to make this simple today because it's simple to keep it simple. However, it's not always easy to do it, is it? 
to help you, I've included five guidelines. So here are the five guidelines that John Maxwell gives all of us from his book about how to keep it sim, uh, how to keep it simple. Number one is this: <clears throat> uh, talk to people, not above them. Talk to people, not above them. We've all been places. We've all had that teacher, maybe a coach. We've all had a pastor, maybe. Um, when they come at us, when they come directly at us, uh, they're talking way up here. I remember as a kid in the church that I attended, we had one of the pastors who was incredible. He was just a good guy. He was really good. He was fun to have around. He was a little bit weird, but he was fun to have around, but he was very smart and he was well-read and he was just kind of, um, he would say this. He said this in the pulpit all the time when I was a kid. He, he would talk about himself as kind of a geek, kind of a nerd. And he understood this about himself, but he was very smart. That he would get up there, and I remember my, you know, the the senior pastor would let him teach about two times a year, but always at night, right? So you had them back when I was a kid. You had morning church service, and you had night church service. You had two church services for any of you to go to church. Probably most of you just have grown up with going to church in the morning. But they had Wednesday night prayer meeting, they had Sunday morning, and then they had Sunday night church. And so Sunday morning was well attended. Sunday night, not so much unless there was a, you know, a special presentation. So they would let him preach two times a year on Sunday night. And I remember people would just groan when they found out, but people were dedicated to the church. So they would still go. But I remember going to, um, um, I remember going to people's homes, uh, afterwards. And I remember hearing the adults talk and that was the biggest thing to talk about this gentleman. Uh, they would say uh, the biggest thing is they couldn't understand him. He was so smart. He just constantly spoke above people's heads. And so that really annoys people. When we talk to people, we've got to talk to people, not above them. Here's what this has to say. A lot of people that, um, wait, so let me start at the beginning here. A preschool aged boy was eating an apple in the back seat of the car. Daddy, he said, why is my apple turning brown? The boy's father explained, because after you ate the skin off, the meat of the apple came in contact with the air, which caused it to oxidize thus changing its molecular structure and turning it into a different color. There was a long silence, and then the boy asked, Daddy, are you talking to me? <laughs> and if you have kids, if any of you have kids, you uh, you get this. Sometimes we give complex answers um, to what our kids really want is to be simple. And John Maxwell goes on to say, a lot of people feel that way when a speaker or leader conveys complex ideas without making the effort to make them clear and simple. I know I've sometimes felt that way as a listener. When this occurs, it means the communicator, that's you, that's me, uh, doesn't understand that shooting above people's heads doesn't mean that you have superior ammunition. Ammunition. It means that you're a lousy shot. So again, if, if you're really smart and you know, you're working on your bachelor's degree, some of you are going to go on and go get a master's degree, it will be easy to get in front of people, the people you lead, and kind of talk about big theories and all this kind of, they don't want to hear it. They don't care. Okay, they want to know that you're connecting with them, so you got to talk to them, not talk above them. Okay, um, he says this in the final sentence. He says, "Greater complexity is never the answer in communication if you desire to connect. So never make things more difficult. Always make them easier, right? If you're giving it, you know, this is one of the, um, you know, this is one of the tasks. I'm sitting here rubbing my eyes, everybody, because." Again, I was just out on the water, and so it feels like maybe there's some salt in my eyes or something like that. Um, the, the task for us as leaders, okay, is to take 
complex problems and make them simple for the people that we lead. That's always, you know, that's when you know that you've mastered a subject. Most people, and I suspect the pastor that I was just talking to you about when I was a kid, I think probably looking back on it now, he hadn't really mastered the topics because when you really, or at least maybe he just didn't know how to make complex simple, but when you master topics, you're able to make them simple for people. That's the sign that you really have it down. Okay. Uh, so it's not about being more complex. It's about making it simple. N- number two is this get to the point. You get to the point. Okay. Uh, he says this. Um, Winston Churchill once said about a colleague, he's one of those orators who, before he gets up, does not know what he's going to say. When he's speaking, doesn't know what he is saying. And when he is sat down, doesn't know what he just said. <laughs> and he said, uh, John Maxwell says, what an indictment. I've listened to a few communicators like this before, haven't you? Sadly, I've also been one of them, and I've I've been there too. Maybe on some of these podcasts, I've been there as well. And then he says, as all good communicators get to the point before their leaders start asking, what's the point? To do that, one must start out already knowing what the point is, okay? Greek playwright Euripides, and I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, he observed, a bad beginning makes a bad ending. Obviously, the time to start thinking about the reason for your communication is before you begin to speak. So get to the point quickly. Don't waste people's time. Uh, if, if you've ever been to church, you'll see pastors do this sometimes, right? I guess I say this because I've been in the pulpit uh, several times in my lifetime. I've grown up in church. I've been on staff at churches. Um, but you'll see people get up there. And I, I see it more in church, right? Because you've got people who are public speaking all the time. And they'll they'll get up there and they'll spend the first six minutes talking about the weather and talking about this and giving announcements and they're all over the place. And people are thinking, man, I came here to hear the message, get to the point. Okay. So make sure that you're getting to the point. Number three is this. And I believe that this is very important, especially for leaders. Say it over and over and over again. Say it over and over and over again. Good teachers know that the fundamental law of learning is repetition. Someone once told me that people have to hear something 16 times before they really believe it. 16. I've I've heard somebody else say that before, too, that when you just, um, I think it was another pastor, he was giving a leadership talk, and he said, he was talking to the leaders there, and he said, when you're blue in the face, right, right because you've been repeating this point over and over and over again, when you're blue in the face, the people are just getting it. Okay, so the point is repetition, repetition. The more people you have sitting in front of you, the more you've got to repeat it. Okay, now that might seem extreme, yet I do know that repetition is essential in communication if you want people to understand and buy into what you're saying. If you want to be an effective communicator, you have to be willing to keep emphasizing a point. Okay, and you've probably heard great speakers, they do that. They'll come back to the point. They'll come back to the point. They keep emphasizing it. Why? Because they want you to get it. They want me to get it. They want the crowd you know, uh, to get it. If you're going to connect with people, you've got to make sure that it's a simple point. You got to make sure you get to the point. But then, especially if it's really important, you've got to repeat it. You've got to repeat it, right? You've got a new product and maybe there's a certain, certain number that, that you're trying to get to. Maybe it's a, you know, number of clients that you want to reach next month. Maybe it's the, you know, it's the, it's, it's the certain number you're going for in terms of profit. Two million dollars in profit next month. I'm just making up a number out there. You just keep repeating it, keep repeating it. So people are almost saying it that they can see it in their sleep. Okay. So say it over and over and over again. You know, look, it goes back into, and I'm not talking, I'm not trying to talk bad about the people that you will lead. 
But this is something I've learned in life, you know, because there are times I do this. I teach here at Point Loma uh, Nazarene. Uh, uh, but then I kind of moonlight. I do these consulting gigs and training gigs. And so I'm always studying leadership stuff. I'm reading leadership stuff. I'm putting together curriculum for leadership stuff. And so when I get out there, it's it's um, I'll start talking to people and I'll be saying simple concepts because that's what I tell the people I, I, I talk to all the time. I just had a, a class that I was teaching this past week for a group of a uh, group of um, uh, government executives up in Colorado. And I was I started off by telling him, hey, what I'm going to share with you is these are very simple concepts. And I'm reminding you of what you've already, you know, of what you've already heard before. If I'm not careful speaking to them, I I blow over key concepts because I've heard them over and over and they seem so simple to me. But I've actually and I've gotten feedback from that before, too. Hey, you know, could you go back and repeat what you just said? And I said, what you mean, that point that I just said back there? And what they're trying to say is that even though I'm in it all the time, you're in it, right? You're you're studying leadership. You're studying leadership principles. And so you're going to think that everyone in front of you, they study it as well. Everyone's got a bachelor's degree in organizational leadership. Everybody should know these key concepts you have. It's not the truth. Okay. And so I've learned even when speaking with incredibly experienced and educated people, master's degrees and, and above, sometimes these simple concepts, they don't. They don't know that they're not reading what I'm reading. They're not reading what you're reading. And so it's important to repeat and say it over and over again. And number four is this, say it clearly. Number four, say it clearly. Okay. He goes on to say the great Cunard liner, Queen Mary was originally to have been given a different name. Uh, the original intention was to christen the ship Queen Victoria. However, when a Cunard official was, dispatched to Buckingham Palace to inform George V of the choice, the official wasn't clear in his communication. He told the king that the company had decided to name the imposing new vessel after the greatest of all queens. Oh, the delighted monarch exclaimed, my wife will be so pleased, thinking he meant her. So the Cunard official didn't have the courage to correct the king's mistake, so instead he went back to the Cunard offices explain the situation and the ship was named queen renamed queen mary which is very cool i mean that, that's that's great for her but that's miscommunication it wasn't clear communication uh, all of us have been in that situation before where you do something that wasn't supposed to be done and then you go back and you think about it and you say well the well, the instructions weren't clear okay i've had that before as as an instructor as a teacher um you know uh, there's one time that Tons of people got bad grades on this assignment. And then the feedback came back to me. Hey, we didn't even understand the instructions. And so I had to look at that and I had to make changes on that. And I had to give some grades back to some people and, and you know, make their grades better be, because the instructions weren't clear. People are not going to get the job done. They're not going to get the job done that you want them to get done if the instructions aren't clear. So everything has to be said clearly. Again, these are all very simple concepts. Okay. Very simple concepts that we're talking about today quick reminder for you. Okay. And then here we go. Number five, and this is something I probably need to work on myself. Say less, say less. Okay. Why say more when you can say less. Okay. And, uh, I'm not even going to spend too much time on that because I could talk for an hour about speaking less, but, but you know, the point say less. So here's what I want you to do. 
as we typically do every single week, you know, go back through and listen and give me the five, um, what do we call this podcast? Five ways to keep it simple. I just gave you the five. So go back and just kind of give the five. Tell me what they are. Just a brief sentence. And then which one resonates the most with you? Which one do you need to work on the most? I want you to be transparent about that. Okay. And I would say for me, uh, the speaking clearly, saying it over again, I don't have a problem with that one. Um, you know, there's some of these. I probably need to, need to learn how to say less sometimes, right? I speak for a living, so I'm able to drag something out. My kids will tell me that all. They'll say, okay, 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 we get it, we get it, we get it, right? And, and, and sometimes they say, so out of all the five that we just said, which ones, which one resonates most with you and which one you need to work on the most? All right, everybody, this is all about connecting. I'll see you in the next video. Take care.